it's time to get it on. Is L. Spence versus Terrence Crawford happening too late? I mean, I want to say yes. And in, in deep down in my core, I want to say yes. But I think after, after really just doing a, a quick scan, soul search-wise, it's happening at the perfect time. And here's why. The reason why it's happening at the perfect time is because everything in boxing is literally happening simultaneously. All of the top talents, all of the best fights are happening all at the same time. When boxing fans were losing hope, when boxing fans were saying they're losing their touch, they're not putting the fights at the right time, they're spacing out all the good fights years apart. This year has arguably been so far the best year of boxing, and this fight does happen the way it's supposed to, no delays, no no postponements. This could be arguably the best year of boxing in terms of watching all of the best fights. I think Terrence Crawford and Aaron Spence is happening at the perfect time. I think, you know, we wanted to see them in their prime. We wanted to see them when they were beating guys up left and right, left and right. That wasn't the time to do it. You want to see it now because now the division is literally all, like, it's, it's between them two. This is the division. Like, and then it's rather one's going to move up, one's going to move down and wait after this fight. There's going to be a rematch after this, so it's not going to be a, oh, they lost and that's it. There's a rematch clause for if either, if, if either fighter loses, a draw, whatever happens, there's a rematch clause automatically that it triggers. So we're going to see the best possible fight in the next two years. And I think this is something that the fans want to see. They want to see years ago, but I think it's happening all at the perfect moment right now. I think in the words of Julius from Everybody Hates, Hates Chris, right, there's no such thing as early. You're either on time or you're late. Now, how do you define on time in boxing? That's what I want to know. When I thought of this question, I said to myself, how do we define what's on time? Is it, um, you know, is it the time we demanded this fight? Is it, you know, um, fighter's age? Is it the appetite for the fight? Right? What is it? How do we define if this fight is on time? Is it Phil? Is it, like I said, there's a lot of things you can use to define that i think for me my appetite is still there right like when i saw manny pacquiao and floyd my appetite was lost it still was a big fight but i was not hyped for it like how i was and credit i didn't need to be hyped for it because it was like a prom dance it happened way too late those fighters were dinosaurs when they fought in the ring and that was that at least here it don't feel like that but that doesn't mean it's on time that doesn't mean it's early and because it's not early, it's not on time. In the words of Julius, yes, it's late. It is late. I'm not saying it's late that I'm not going to watch it. Hell, I'm a boxing fan. I'm going to watch this fight. But to say it's not late, I think it's wrong. Let's look at their age. First of all, let's start off with Crawford, 36 years old. In boxing, boxing years, that's mathematically not in your prime anymore. 36 years old, right? You're not mathematically in your prime. Spence is the stronger fighter. Right in theory, he is. A lot of people say that, and it's right. You, they right. He's a natural born welterweight. Right, he didn't move up to welterweight. He stayed at welterweight for the majority of his boxing career. Probably going to move up. I call him a weight bully. When you got those strong guys that literally dominates weaker opposition in that division and is stronger and bigger, I call them weight bullies. Right, Canelo Alvarez, weight bully. Right, he's a weight bully, and um, you know that's why he was able to walk down his fighters and. You talk about Crawford, who's 36 years old. Um, Elvis Spence is at the prime of his strength as a man, right? At that age. And like I said, natural welterweight. Terrence Crawford moved up 
to welterweight, even though to his defense, he been at welterweight for a long time. So there's not really an inexperience at welterweight for Terrence Crawford. Now, let's flip it. When you talk about Errol Spence, in the last couple years, that was suspenseful, no pun intended, with Spence, you know, the car crash. I saw the video. I thought he died. I said to myself, oh, my gosh, we lost a good athlete, man, a guy that was before Sean Porter. Man, we just lost him. The way how that call flip, flip, flip. And then he fought Danny Garcia after that. Then he injured his eye, right, in sparring. Leading up to the Manny Pacquiao fight, had to pull out. But a lot of people was impressed, including myself. I'm not going to lie, I was impressed. But I had this thought last night. He comes back, he fights Danny Garcia off a car accident. 75% dominates that fight, right? Eudenis Ugas, eye laceration, comes back untouched, unfazed, right? How could he look that dominant? Because he's a weight bully. Those guys really, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Spence. He's a hell of a fighter, man, pound for pound. Right, but what I'm saying is Danny Garcia is non-committal on offense, so he's not gonna test the injuries, right? Um, Udanis Ugas is non-committal on offense, he's a counter puncher. Counter punches are by virtue non-committal. Danny Garcia is a counter puncher, he fought two counter punches off of those injuries. They are not committal. What's gonna happen if we get in this fight and Terrence Crawford, who we know. Is going to bring his A game. Who we know is going to commit. Who we know you're not just going to walk him down. He's going to touch you. What happens if there's an injury on Spence's behalf because of those injuries he sustained, which is not like a boo boo cut. Oh, mama, I got a boo boo. Fix that. Band aid. No, no. Nah. It's not boo boo cuts. You're talking about, you know, potential close to life threatening, you know, injuries and stuff like that and career ending injuries. So, what's going to happen? If they get in the brawl, can he afford to have another Sean Porter type brawl at this stage of his career? If that fight is dictated to go that way, a lot of people think it's going to be a chess match, which I do in the beginning. But hell, they might get two fights, right? We might get two fights. There are rematch clauses. So what if there's no chess match in the second fight or in the second half of the first fight and it becomes a brawl? Can he win a brawl after those injuries? You get where I'm going here, right? Because those fighters he fought in the past. The last two, he was just walking them down. So there's a lot of questions that I have. Um, I think the layoff with Spence, I mean, you're talking about 13 months now, and this doesn't include next month and the ring walks. Like you're talking about 15 months layoff. I think Crawford's resume is suspect compared to Elwood Spence's resume. So I think the resume cancels out the Basically, it's ring rust. It's ring Inactive, rust. right? The inactivity. The inactivity cancels the resumes, right? So this fight is pretty much still even, but I'm not sure if it's at the peak of their powers. I would have loved to see this fight before Spencer's car crashed a few times. I would have liked to see this fight before Crawford turned the age of 36 with a potential second fight happening when he's 37 and a third fight potentially when he's 37. I would like to see this fight happen earlier. It's not early, and by virtue of Julius from Everybody Hates Chris, it's either on time or it's late, and I don't think it's on time. I'm going to say late, but I still have an appetite for it. I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, I definitely can't wait to see it. I Hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm, I just can't wait for it, man. I think, like I said, this year, boxing's took it up a notch. It was like, all right, let's go with the great fights out here. Let's put them out, and I'm glad they finally took this year to do it because it was looking bleak, I'm telling you. Before this year, I was, you heard me have the footage when I was saying boxing was dying. I was calling it a dying sport. 
I was frustrated not seeing the best fights. I was frustrated that UFC was putting out all the best fights, all the best championship fights um, consistently. And I'm glad to see now boxing is putting in the young talent to put in the champions against the champions and just just to put out good shows. Just put out a good show. That's all we want to see. And I think for me, my last points on this is that there's obviously an after the fight factor in this question, right? Because we are not going to really know if it happened on time until we see the fight. Like it was a great fight. We're not going to say this fight happened too late. We enjoyed the fight. Just like how we saw Loma and, and Haney last week. We enjoyed the fight. It was a thrilling fight, right? So a lot of it is, you know, predictions, kind not predictions. Like we're not predicting who we think is going to win the fight. That's not coming anytime soon, right? Mm-hmm. We pretty, I'm pretty sure we're going to cover this topic a lot more, right? The press conferences, we're going to cover that. Biggest takeaways from there. Then we're going to have the fight predictions. Then we're going to have the reaction. So we have a lot of Terrence Crawford, Edward Spence to cover on this show as the weeks and months progress leading up to the fight. This is not a prediction show. What I'm saying is we can predict if it's too late. And obviously the fight happening is one thing. We will know if it's too late. And I believe it's with this. When you look and reflect back, let's say hopefully as a society, we make mm-hmm. it to 2040, right? You got people trying to kill us all off, right? Um, You know, I don't got to mention names, right? Hopefully y'all woke. But, you know, fast forward to 2040, if we still here, 2045, right? We're going to look back. On the year of 2023 and 2024, and say that was the modern golden age of boxing. That was the modern golden age of boxing, where you have all these fights that happened right recently Tank, Ryan Garcia, Haney, Loma. Obviously, this fight twice, right? It's going to happen this year or even 2024 early, potentially a trilogy, maybe a Haney. And tank fight in 23, maybe early 24, maybe a Shakur Stevenson, Haney, or tank fight in 24. We are going to look back on this and say it was a golden years of boxing. So if this fight does thrill and it's what we got our money's worth, then this fight couldn't have happened at a better year because of what you briefly alluded to of everything happening this year. But once again, we have to see how the fight plays out. And there is a level of concern on my behalf, along with excitement, that maybe it's happening a pinch too late. But with Errol Spence and Crawford, you can never count them out. They always seem to rise to the occasion. And we have to see how it plays out. And Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. You've been slinging shows left and right. Slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.